Crosstalk, the unintentional transfer of signals between communication channels, a casual conversation. This is Video Game Crosstalk, episode 033. I am your host, Anthony Rossi, and with me this episode are the vendors from the Empire State Comic Con 2019. I was able to walk around the show floor this past year and had some awesome conversations with some awesome people. So, let's get right into it. It's not good for audio, but that does give you a hint of what's going on behind the scenes. And right now, I am behind the scenes with the New York City Ghostbusters. How are you guys doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Rocking and rolling, baby. It's Saturday. Yes, day two of the Empire State Comic Con. And I was able to talk with you guys briefly last year. Unfortunately, I was stuck behind a vendor booth of my own. So this year, I was just wandering all over the place. I'm going to be chatting up all sorts of people. But one thing that I really enjoyed about your setup from last year, and I see you brought it back. You've got all sorts of fun little science experiments going on. So why don't you tell me about that real quick? So we're running our slime lab, um, which right now what we're doing is we're encouraging children to learn all about polymer science and creating their own slime. And they get to bring it home and hopefully not get in in each other's mouths. <laughs> God willing, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do about that. But it's, it, this is, Kind of the stuff that I've been talking about uh, in other episodes of trying to bring science to the masses. Like, yes, let's learn about polymer science. No, no kid wants to learn about it. Learn how to make slime, on the other hand. Yeah, I mean, you, you see it everywhere. You see a lot of places now doing, like, make your own slime. We've had a couple of days where, like, I know how to make slime. I've made slime before. But it's one of those things where you can kind of, like, make them think about, okay, like, yeah, this is fun, but we're also doing something that's kind of interesting. And what you're making is something that you deal with on a daily basis. You know, making them, and I always make the joke when you're done with it, you know, you're at a convention, comic book and stuff like that, but you're actually doing physical science. There's a chain reaction going on in a little plastic bag to kind of bring that little bit more knowledge to them. So, what, you know, when they talk to their friends being like, oh, I know something, I learned something that was kind of interesting and new that, you know, they might not have known before coming here. Which is pretty awesome. So, can you give me like a brief rundown on how this slime lab actually works? Yeah. Um, so, it's very straightforward. We walk them through... Uh, a preset uh, measured uh, set where basically we encourage them to do measuring with water. Uh, we walk them through all sorts of steps. We actually work together as a team. We emphasize that Ghostbusters always work as a team and that everyone needs to go at the same pace regardless of speed. Um, and then at the end, everyone ends up with their own slime that they get to just bring home. But yeah, we have a whole step method and we've tried a lot of different slime recipes and this one seems to be the best one that sticks with us. Nice, and you seem to have the system down pretty well. We have one, two, three, four setups, like all identical instruments and vials, I guess we'll call them. So this is the New York City Ghostbusters. So yep. explain a little bit about that. Yeah, so there's actually Ghostbuster fan groups all over the world, and we are the New York City branch. So uh, we're based out of doing uh, New York City uh, events, and we've actually uh, gone a little further. We've done Philadelphia, and now we're in Albany. Boston, you came and helped we, out the Massachusetts Ghostbusters we, in Boston. We have several times helped out the, uh, the Massachusetts Ghostbusters in Boston. We've actually helped out a Connecticut group. We might be helping out the Ontario group soon. Oh, a little inside info right there. It's a potential, potential uh, things to you come. Know, it's Canada and the United States. we got to work together, you know, make, make stronger bonds, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, we've been, we've been very... Um, We've been very, we've been collaborated a lot with a lot of, a lot of other Ghostbuster groups. We've actually given uh, a tour of New York City to uh, the Geist, Die Geisterjäger, which is the German Ghostbuster group. And oh, they, nice! Yeah, they had a blast. You know, we drove them around in the Ecto. <laughs> you got the Calgary guys came down too, right? Oh yeah, Calgary, Calgary, uh, the Calgary Ghostbusters from Alberta, Canada. And there's got to be nothing like driving around New York City itself in the Ecto. I have to say, last year, was it last year? Yeah, maybe, maybe almost two years ago now, uh, me and my fian my girlfriend at the time went down to New York City, and that's where they, we, they met Ryan. We were supposed to give us like a walking tour, so we had our flight suits ready to go, and then he surprised us with the Ecto. 
And I, when I mean you're driving through Times Square and you're driving down some of these streets and you're in the Ecto, people stop and stare. Then there's other people being like, oh, it's just everyday New York. Like, yeah. There's <laughs> you know, people that literally run into the street as you're driving an active vehicle. Right. Yeah, because New York City is is something different. I live up here in Albany, but I've had family who've lived in New York City, and New York City is basically a day trip if you want to make it. And it really is a different culture. And walking through particularly the subways, you're going to see some stuff. And people are just not going to react. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've definitely ridden the subways a lot. I actually got stopped once by the Port Authority police. <laughs> they were concerned about my proton pack, even though they knew I was just clearly a grown man, just like Ghostbuster. They had me actually sit down and open it. So I had to sit down and open my proton pack and prove that, yes, it was just a prop. And then, of course, you know, the cops was like, all right, you can go ahead. And then uh, later on, uh, this woman came by and said, oh, Ghostbuster, can I take a picture with you? I'm like, sure. Just got to put my proton pack back together. And then I did that, I'm like, oh, do you want to be in the photo with me? And she's like, yeah, of course. I'm like, oh, hey, cool. You see that officer over there? Why don't you have him take a picture of both of us? <laughs> and that's totally normal. Like, that, people would not bat an eye regarding that. Oh, yeah, absolutely not, you know. I mean, it's funny, too. It's where, you know, we, and, and the good thing about working with these guys um, is that we do our holiday party every December, but we also then go down to Hook and Ladder 8, where they, the, the firehouse, and we bring them goods and stuff like that. And it's, we, they always, they've never turned us away. Oh, beautiful. The one thing they've always said is, like, just don't park the car in front of the doors in case we got to fly. In case an actual emergency comes through. Yeah, let's, let's keep that. We're still operational here. But, but I don't think they've ever turned away someone from photos or just talking to the fire department. Yeah, no. A lot of them are just happy, like, they could help out and take these photos and just talk to them. So. Yeah. Every year for a holiday party, we go to a, a restaurant across the street from the firehouse, and we, as a group, collectively get, like, a bunch of stuff to bring to the firefighters, be it like uh, foods. They love like marinara sauce and all that sort of thing. <laughs> hey, everyone loves a good sauce. I was yeah. going to say, it's New York City and, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and then last year we rose, and this year again too, but last year we rose money for the Trinity Place Shelter in New York City. We ended up raising $2,500 for them over the year. This year we're trying to do that as well. We're raising money for them right now to, to, uh, for that as well too. Fantastic, guys. Any last uh, words regarding your organization? Um... I know, not really. No, no, no. Okay, so where can we follow you guys around, uh, the social media stuff? So you can follow us on Facebook. Just look up NYC Ghostbusters. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. We're very active there. Uh, and that's, those are the best places to reach, to reach us as well, too, through Facebook Messenger. All right, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Ah, no problem, man. Thank you. All right, so this is a little cozy. I'm actually behind the booth this time around. Get to see all the, the chaos I have is behind the scenes. And this time I am joined by Steven Najarian. That's right. Thankfully, I was able to pronounce that correctly. That's really embarrassing, especially when you have your name like a big sign behind me. It's like, you should probably get that right. So, so Steven, how has the con been treating you so far? Uh, it's been going good so far, you know, so. It's picked up a little bit since last night? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Friday is always kind of like a usually like the slow like scope out day. Saturdays where people actually start to start you know making purchasing decisions. So, so yeah, definitely it's more of like all right, who's got what before I spend all my hard earned cash? Let's see what we got going on. And then by the time either later in the night on Friday or around noonish possibly people start to make purchases. Yeah, right around 12, 11, 12 is when people usually start. There's a little burst, then it kind of, like, drops down because everyone's, like, going to lunch. Then yeah, the lunch rush. Now, now like, lunch is kind of over. Definitely people are start to being more comfortable buying stuff. So this, this, is a good, this is a good time. Let's, like, extend this. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So what are we selling here today? What, what we got going on in this booth? So I paint. A lot of fantasy art pictures. Uh, I do lots of paintings of dragons, castles, snowy mountains. Uh, I do stuff based off of Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones. Um, I have a big association with Magic the Gathering. A lot of my work looks very like Magic and D&D themed. It very much does. So where I'm standing right now, I'm counting really quickly five dragons, and each one very unique in their appearance and very thematic with all of them as well. Care to describe uh, any of them in particular? 
So um, the five that we're looking at right now are, um, I'm doing a series of elemental dragons. Ah, and that will be the reason for the <laughs> for this series. Okay, awesome. So yeah, I started um, this uh, lightning dragon. It was the first one I did. Um, it was really popular. I was like, all right, well, I need to do like a sister to it. So like, it's blue, red and blue go really well together. Let me do like a fire dragon. Let me like make them coming out of a volcano, make it lava. And then it kind of just kicked off from there. I was like, all right, well, how many elements up with Indu? Because people seem to really like it. So, And you know what? Fine. Now we have a theme going. We have variations on the theme. We can work with this. Yeah, exactly. And and the, the what I'm starting to do now is um, create mirrors and specific pairs. So, like, um, I just the lava dragon, and I just finished an ice theme dragon. So those two are specific. And to properly mirror each other. Oh, and now that you mention this, so I'm looking at them right now, and when we say that the dragon's coming out of a volcano, we don't mean it's kind of like flying out of a cave in the side of a mountain or something. This thing is kind of writhing out in a serpentine curve, and it's super majestic. It looks pretty awesome. And now that you mentioned the whole mirror thing, I'm looking at the ice dragon on the other side, and, okay, we're going to... They're reversed behind me so I can see what the hell. Yes. <laughs> when people are like, oh, I like this one. I'm like, which one is it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, like, snowy, icy mountain thing going on. And they are almost exact mirrors as far as the the arc of their spine, chest, body, torso. We'll go with that. Yeah, the, hand, the hands are in relatively the same place. The, the, yes. The heads are in similar positions. The wings are doing the same thing. So, like... It's not like I just like reversed it and then painted it blue. There are there are definite differences between the two, but um, they are. I did have like this image open next to this, so I could make sure that the mirroring would matches as well as I could. Very cool. So things other than dragons, what do we have here? Uh, lots of castles and epic landscapes. Very cool, very cool. All right, so where can people follow you around on social media? Uh, you can follow me on my website, NigerianArt.com. Also, Instagram, uh, Stephen Nigerian. Um, also, I stream all of my paintings live on Twitch, which is Steve's3511. All right, cool. Thank you so much. Awesome, thank you. All right, so I am at the Red Hydrogen, I guess I'll call this the demo booth for some new awesome technology, or at least technology that is now available at the consumer level. Hey, uh, who am I joined with? This is Brad. Hello, Brad. How are you doing so far? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. So you've got a beefy-looking smartphone in front of me with some headsets. Can you please describe what we have going on over here? Sure, we're looking at the Red Hydrogen One. It's a new smartphone from Red Technologies. You may know our parent company, uh, Red Digital Cinema. Um, we basically are the biggest, baddest, you know, camera in Hollywood. Wanted to get one of our big cameras down to a consumer level, and the best way to do that is obviously put it in a smartphone. So that's what we did. Um, the phone has the ability to take a magnificent 2D capture, uh, but one of the fun things we had it do was give it the ability to also capture and show content what we call 4V, which is basically 3D without glasses. And the basis of that is we're pushing light fields around. Uh, very cool. So you just gave me a demo of this. And as I said, once we got done, like I'm a believer. And 3D has been around for a while, but you always required those big, clunky, and quite frankly, kind of painful to wear glasses. Yeah, so the idea with this, again, like I said, is we're messing with light fields. So um, we're giving the, 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 the screen, the, the device, the ability to show 3D, give it real depth, and give it a, let it stand out some as well without having to do the, the eye separation with, with the glasses. Because um, th that's why 3D TV and everything ultimately failed, because nobody wanted to wear the glasses. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there were accommodations all over the place. I think Sony was pushing it really hard for a while, but everyone had to have a pair of goggles to just watch a movie. And it's, I don't know how cost prohibitive it was. I'm guessing it clearly was, but just the annoyance of, oh, wait, I need to find my glasses 
no, my 3D glasses in order to watch content. And being able to fit this into a smartphone is quite frankly pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, the technology itself is, it's scalable. So, you know, in time, we could go to tablets. We could maybe go to TV. I mean, the technology is there. Um, not saying that that's something that we're even looking at yet. Uh, but, yeah, in the smartphone realm, we're very comfortable there because of, you know, most kids now, you know, 14 to however old, are taking in most of their viewing on smartphones. They're not even, people our age still want TVs, but most kids don't even care. Yeah, it's, it's native technology for them. This is what they grew up with. This is probably the first electronic screen that their parents will hand over to them. And you can bring it everywhere with you. But what's cool about it, I think, is basically on the smartphone level, we, we've got a proof of concept here. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. So, and like you said, it's scalable. So it's just not that we're going in that direction, but there's the possibility. It is plausible that it at some point, either you or someone else might be able to scale it up. So, awesome. Uh, where can people find out more about this? Okay, hey, obviously go to our website um, at you know Red Red Hydrogen and look. You know you'll find us. There. It's the Red Hydrogen one, um, or you can go to your local AT and T or Verizon carrier store, and they will have it. It's a carrier store is more of a company store. No authorized dealers. Those are like the franchise guys. They they don't have it. But if you go to a company store in your area, you should be able to get your hands on one and play with it. Ooh, and I am on Verizon, so we'll have to look into this. All right, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. That is one good thing about this thing. It just keeps the levels right where they are, so I could just start up at any time and, like, we're good, go. <laughs> so this time around, I am with Art and Comics by E. Hanby. How you doing? Doing great. How's the con been treating you so far? It's been going well. There's a lot of cool cosplayers here. There are, and we got a uh, Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange coming down the aisle. They've been they've been wandering around quite a bit, they, but they're always really cool if you ever want to take a picture of them. Oh, yeah. I saw a Rocketeer just now. Really cool helmet. I missed that. I'm going to have to go see if I can find. Right over there. Oh, right. Oh, and there he is. Okay, <laughs> fabulous. I'll, I'll see if I can get a picture of <laughs> before uh, they uh, run off too quick. Yeah, seriously, though. All right, so uh, what are we selling here at your booth? Well, I've got my original comic, Black Peak. I've also got illustrations, zines, patches, and stickers. Awesome. So tell me about your original comic. So Black Peak is a sci-fi psychological thriller, and it's about a space trucker who goes on a long haul, buys an AI to keep him company, and everything goes terribly wrong. And then shenanigans ensue. <laughs> awesome. Uh, uh, so what else do we have going on on here? Well, I do have a lot of fan art prints. Uh, really popular this year is Sashomaru from Inuyasha. I just got him done, like, in January, and people have been going nuts for him. I am unfamiliar with this character. Could you go into some detail? Yeah, Sashomaru is the villain in Inuyasha's first part, and he starts to become kind of a hero in the second half as he takes in an orphan and helps her out along the way. And he's really kind of like the original heartthrob for many young teenagers. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so aside from the fan art, I've also got my own original art, and I have my own original characters. Uh, people love the ones with the tigers and the leopards and the ladies. So come on by, and you can take a look at all the beautiful art I've got. Fantastic. Uh, any plans at the moment for another original work such as Black Peak? Well, I am actually working on a new comic. It's called Whitewater. It's also a science fiction comic, but it's more of an adventure comic. It's about three friends uh, finding the thing that's most important to them out in space. All right. And just to go back into Black Peak one more time, this is a fully contained story, correct? Yes, the story's completely done. I've got a fully published graphic novel for sale at my booth and online in my store. And it's free to read online in the unupdated version. So you can take a sample for free, and you can get the better version in my shop. And <gasps> the same is true for Whitewater. That's free to read online as well. All right, awesome. So why don't we finish this up with just plugging some of the social media contacts? Oh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. My handle is the same on both. It's Hanby Design. Awesome. One final question, coffee or tea? Tea, absolutely. Any particular type? Uh, Earl Grey, hot. 
I, I was at the Star Trek Con here last year, so yes, there's plenty of that going on as well. Thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. Hey, man, because this is live recordings. This is how uh, cons work, right? We get, I try to be conscious of like the fans and stuff coming up. Like, I, I know I'm just like the hobbyist, so. No, I'll make room. There, there's no such thing as just being the hobbyist because you're also a hobbyist yourself too, with a microphone and a recorder. You're also a hobbyist. With oh yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Anyway, I'm now joined with Evolution Comics. What's going on, my man? What's up? My name is Hash. I'm the owner, artist, and creator of Evolution Comics. I'm also a co-owner of uh, the Artist Club. Fantastic. So, uh, please explain what we have going on on your table right now. Well, what we do is we do art distribution for artists who have nine to fives, who have a hard time, uh, who have a hard time going to conventions. We will carry their art and dist will distribute their work, and will create. Uh, actually, we will help them with their branding and their name. That is fantastic. As someone who has a nine to five himself, this, these are services people really need because you, you got responsibilities, you got bills to pay, and you don't want to keep your art on the side. But until you can get to the point, like this type of help is really appreciated. Well, this was something I learned from the Winter Twins back at San Diego Comic Con, and it all went down to writing. And it was a, it was a writers panel. You write and you never stop writing. Like an artist draws and never start, uh, stops drawing. But you find a way to build your name. You make your hobby into your new nine to five if this is what you want to do. Keep your nine to five, but then keep drawing. Don't stop. Keep doing what you're doing. Or keep doing what you love and it, it'll eventually become yours. And this is one of the great things about these cons and geek culture because you can do all this stuff and while you're doing your nine to five, you know, until you can, you know, have your art stand on its own because it's such a beautiful and amazing creative outlet it's more than just being a creative outlet it is reimagining there you go like you can for i'll just say for example you can take an actual photograph of your favorite wrestler and you were never happy with the with the background look like but you like the image that you like the image that the wrestler had and you just reimagine what they would look like later Hey, you know, that's, that's all part of the fan art and just... Oh, here's, the, here's the best example. Stan Lee, how many Stan Lee photos have we seen? Clearly many. Right, but then when he was with the Watchers, we made Stan Lee dress as one of the Watchers. Reimagined Stan Lee. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what other cons have you been to and had booths at? Oh, I've had a table at San Diego Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con. Uh, several tables at uh, Awesome Con, Dragon Con. I mean, the list goes on and on. The list goes on. It's yeah, you've pretty much been everywhere. Well, we pretty much do over 30 plus shows a year. Uh, if it's not me, there's a team of us that will be at other shows. All right, and you had mentioned an organization that you're involved with. Can we get back to that? Oh yeah, we have the Artist Club. Which is Fantastic. So we will. So it's similar to it's similar to Evolution Comics where we do distribution. But with the Artist Club, we will promote you. So let's also say that I don't have a Gambit poster. Well, we'll send that fan to your table who has a Gambit poster. So while I'm not making a sale, the next artist is going to make a sale. So we're doing a whole team where everyone is there to make money and no one's sitting there bashing each other and saying he's a better artist, I'm a better artist. No, we are part of one team, we're artists, and we're going to help you make the extra dollar too. And really, that's the best way to succeed when everyone else is helping everyone else at the same time. Well, it's hard. Look at all the Funko Pops tables that everyone has to deal with. You tell me those vendors aren't telling other vendors where a certain Funko Pop figure is? I don't think so. Right. All right. So where can people follow you around? So you can follow me at A-R-A-S-H-Evo on Instagram. And you can follow me at Evo Comics Inc., at Twitter, uh, Instagram, and all other social media outlets, or you can follow artistclub.official for all, all of your artist club needs. Awesome. One final question. Yes. Coffee or tea? Coffee, man. Well, coffee during the day, tea at night. Actually. <laughs> all right, thank you so much. I got coffee now, and I, this is on my second cup. All right, take care.
Thank you very much, guys. All right, moving down the line, I am now joined by another artist, Jay Kennedy. Jay, how are you doing? I'm good. Hey, how are you? Doing fantastic. So, Jay, what are we uh, promoting here today? Um, the Argonauts by AR Comics. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. It's, it happens all the time. Uh, Jay just showed me the, the, the cover art of the book. Audio only, but hey, it happens all the time. I find myself doing, even when I'm recording, I start making hand motions to describe what I'm talking about. And I'm actually doing that over the internet without video. So I'm just kind of making motions to the screen. It happens, my man. Yeah, right, right, right. That's what I did. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about the Argonauts. Uh, it's kind of a space adventure. It's um, Jason and his crew uh, trying to find the Golden Fleece to uh, rescue one of their teammates, and magical mishaps happen on the way. And silliness ensues. I also see something else we got going on here, sleeplessness. What can you tell me about sleeplessness? It's a horror comic that mostly takes place in New England. Um, It's an anthology series, all done by me alone. Really? Okay, so how many issues do we have out so far? Um, About five, give or take. All right. Plans for more? Yeah, yeah, definitely going to be working on the next one now. Awesome. I also see we got a few of the sketchings going on. What type of uh, other art do we have here? Uh, I just uh, like to paint and draw, honestly. So uh, if there's a commission out there, I'll uh, do it. Awesome. All right, my man, final question, coffee or tea? I'm a tea guy. How do you take it? Um, usually however. <laughs> usually however. Okay. Uh, I lied. One more question. Where can people follow you around on social media? Uh, they could just Google me and my website should come up. Jay Kennedy. It's a Wix site. It's called Jayism. It's just. <laughs> All right. Google will take you there. Thank you so much, Jay. Thanks. So far, so good. Yeah, it's been a blast. And now I am joined with Sean Carlson. Sean, how you doing? Doing good. How are you? Doing fantastic. The the day has definitely picked up. Even since I started doing these interviews, like maybe an hour ago, just making my rounds, and I can already like sense more people have like come through in the past hour. Do you get that as well? Oh yeah, definitely. There's always uh, an ebb and a flow to the conventions. Usually right around, let's see, right around now is when there's a pretty good crowd coming around and you see sales pop up a little bit and then towards the end it starts to wane a little bit love them pops in the sales exactly right <laughs> that's, that's right yeah okay so sean what are we promoting today uh so i'm promoting uh promoting myself and my artwork uh sean carlson art on instagram and uh like you said we're here at uh, empire state comic-con and uh, just promoting me, myself, and I. <laughs> All right. So why don't you give us a little uh, rundown of some of the art that you've been working on. Sure. So uh, everything I've got here, most of my stuff uh, uses the splatter effect quite a bit. You see that a lot throughout my work in one form or another. Um, I'm a big fan of Jackson Pollock, uh, if you're familiar with his art at all, and uh, just sort of the kinetic energy. Uh, all my art should kind of look like it was just sort of thrown on in like one big burst even though it's very painstakingly slow and time-consuming to do. Yeah, I'm looking around. You have a nice, large uh, piece of work. What what material? That was canvas, okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's an original. It's uh, acrylic on canvas, and uh, yeah, that one, it's, let's see, how, how big is that? I should know off the top of my head. It's more than three feet, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, let's see, it's probably a good four feet tall by about two and a half feet wide, big uh, Captain Marvel painting, obviously, for, you know, the new movie with uh, Brie Larson coming out. Oh, absolutely. And I was flipping through your art book a little while ago, and you have a lot, it's not just the the splatter going on, you have like a half and half thing going on. Want to explain that? Yeah, sure, yeah. So uh, in incorporating the splatter effect, I'm also, you know, anytime you can get the hero and villain, alter ego, uh, you know, different sides of the same coin, I'm really interested in those sort of relationships, the, uh, you know, yeah, Batman and Joker, I think, was the first one that I did in that style. 
and they so they so perfectly mirror each other. I was just listening to an interview the other day with uh, Neil Adams. We was talking about the similarities between the both of them of the, neither one of them having powers. And okay. Yeah, both. Just the idea that they both kind of had one bad day, which was the idea in the uh, the Killing Joke, was uh, was uh, Gordon's. Uh, he put Gordon through sort of that one bad day, and Batman came out of that with you know a desire for justice and to hopefully do good. And Joker went the opposite direction, but it, they both are linked by that that idea, that moment of just one bad day and it changed their life so have you caught the latest joker trailer with joaquin phoenix yes i have and uh you know he's a character that i i never quite wanted a definitive origin for i always liked the idea that he just sort of was spawned from the ether he's sort of this elemental pure chaos or evil kind of force um that being said, the trailer looks awesome, and I can't wait for the movie. I know. Yeah. Uh, so I've joked many times, I don't know how many times on the actual podcast itself, but the fact that I came into comics much later. Yeah. And I do not have time for 50 years of Captain America backstory. So I'm not going to do the same for uh, Joker and Batman. So I do not know personally the, the full whatever origins were established in whichever alternate universe of that comic. There's a lot there. Yeah, there, there's a lot there. Um but yeah, like you said, it's, uh, well, what, Detective Comics is just hitting its thousandth issue now. So, you know, if you wanted to maybe quit your job, take off for a couple years and read through all of that, you can catch up in a little while. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get there. It, it just takes a little effort, sure. Yeah, yeah, but no, the uh, that's one thing that they've done pretty well in the comics. Like I said, outside of the killing joke and maybe a couple small origins, in the comics there hasn't really been... A definitive it's kind of the way they they took it in uh, the Dark Knight where okay yeah every time he tells his story it sort of changes there you get that little bit of a peek behind the curtain but then it's shut right away and it's kept as a mystery yeah I did enjoy that not gonna lie yeah, yeah. okay so where can people follow you around uh, yeah, so you can find me on Instagram uh, Sean Carlson art s-e-a-n-c-a-r-l-s-o-n art uh, and my website, SeanCarlsonArt.com. All right, and final question, coffee or tea? Oh, tea. Tea this time. Yeah, never, uh, yeah, or I, iced tea I like. Never been a coffee drinker. The, the smell, the taste doesn't do it for me. Just not for you. All right, well, well, thank you so much. Thank you, man. All right, so... This is actually a previous guest on the show, but we're going to have a chat anyway since he decided to come out to Albany. Ray, how you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. Been enjoying the weekend here in Albany. Uh, it's a great little town. Now, I have found that everything closes down fairly early here. Uh, yeah, that kind of happens. <laughs> you got to work on that a little bit, but uh, always a pleasure to be here. Well, it's... We are the technically the capital of New York State, but we are not a major city at the scale of New York City. Right. Right. Well, it, I, I noticed that, too. Like, Friday there was actually activity, but Saturday and Sunday when everybody leaves, it seems to be a little bit quieter. So. Yeah. And we, we, we do what we can. <laughs> we do what we can. <laughs> so this is actually day three. Uh, I just got out of the cosplay contest, some amazing cosplays that came through here today. So we're in the winding down hours, kind of like everyone's kind of getting their last purchases, of getting their final autographs. How has the weekend been for you? Uh, it's been really good. You know, I'm not really here to sell a lot, uh, but really display a lot of the stuff that we talked about before, a lot of the 3D printed props and finished pieces. Um, but a lot of interest, a lot of connections, a lot of networking. Uh, people really appreciate the art. They appreciate the costumes. And, you know, I have no complaints. No complaints. And actually, just you know, done on me, I did not mention this. You actually have a booth today or this weekend. I do. It's, so it's my, my first foray with the full table. Uh, and display so um, hopefully this will be the first of many to come and it sounds like based on some of the reception I've gotten from the uh, con organizers that it should be so well I mean you've got a heck of a spread when we were talking on the show last you were mentioning how you're making all the little bits and pieces and we do have like a full fallout pharmacy over here on the table would you like to care to mention a few of the items that we've got today yeah, so I actually I did all the uh, the med kits, the fixer, the Mentats, Rataways, uh, blood packs, all the bottled products like the cat eyes, the Radexes, and so forth, psychos, stim packs, you name it, we've got it. I'm basically the Walgreens of the wasteland. <laughs> really though. 
Yeah, you get. I can talk good. I swear. <laughs> but I see some 3D printed curved pieces. What, what's going on over here? So those are lithophanes. And what that is, is you basically take a, a, a high resolution image, you run it through some software, and you, then you create a 3D print of it. And it doesn't look like much, but if you put a backlight behind it, the uh, black ah. and whites of the photo create the different depths of the plastic. So the light coming through captures the image. So it's a really, it's, it's been an eye catcher because people walk by, they look at them and they're like, they don't look like much, but then you show them how they work and they've been really popular this weekend. So nice. it goes back. Absolutely. So let's take a little walk over here. So what are some of them that we've got? I see the please stand by waiting screen. Yeah, That's we, pretty iconic that, at this point in the series. That one's been fairly popular. We also have, uh, you know, the war never changes with uh, dog meat and, and the uh, sole survivor there. Um, I've got one that's in the NCR Ranger, and if we look over here, you get the full detail. Oh, there it is. So we're holding it up to the window right now. Again, plenty of light, and now we can really see. Well, there's a lot of detail in that. It's amazing what gets captured here, especially the, the higher resolution of the image, the better the detail. Um, but it, you can see the lettering of the flag comes out. You can even see like where the shine off the helmets are, too. Um, we have the uh, Vault Girl. I have the Capitol, you know, because I had to have one with a Capitol building in it, so the Fallout Oh, sure. Me. Uh, with the Capitol building in the background and the Brotherhood of Steel in the foreground. Speaking of like iconic characters, I mean, Vault Boy, sure, but the Blur Brotherhood of Steel, it, they just look badass in every sense. It, it really, and it's it's actually on my list of things to do at some point. I actually want to a suit. Um, so this weekend I did debut a light combat armor fusion between uh, Captain America First Avenger and the Fallout universe, which was really well -received. That was, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, so Brotherhood of Steel is on my list now. I don't know when I'm gonna get to it, but it's definitely one I think it's just gonna be one of those show-stopping kind of things. And even if I'm not wearing it, I'm hoping I can just display it. You know, that would be cool too. That's what you need to do. You need to get a full rack and hang up like a full, like Brotherhood of Steel power armor set because, well, <laughs> Well, that would take up your entire booth area. <laughs> we'll figure. Well, you know, then I just need an excuse for another table. Well, then you know, <laughs> there are solutions if you're willing to look for them. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking one more time with me. Thank you for having me again. We'll talk soon. All right. I don't know. We're just talking. We're hanging out. We're oh. at the Empire State Comic Con. It's the final day of the con, kind of winding down. Yep. And we are now joined with Matches Malone. Matches, how you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Or should I call you Bruce? You can call me Matches Malone or Batman or Ding Batman. Ding Batman? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, just to make the laughs. You know what? We're going to go with that. All right, so Ding Batman, uh, what brings you to Empire State Comic Con this year? Uh, Empire State is a great con. Lots of great locals come out. Visiting the celebs, the cosplayers, the artists, uh, vendors, a lot of great people. So. so how long have you been cosplaying as Ding Batman? Oh. I'm going to keep it going. <laughs> I, I've, I've actually been doing this a very long time. I've been cosplaying Batman for 26 years this May. Oh, wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Comic shows before there were Comic Cons, and um, I was the only one suited up, and everybody's like, yeah, this guy's a little bit weird. I'm like, you think? Well... Yes, but 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 continue. <laughs> well, considered, you know, a guy dresses like a bat definitely has issues, right? Right, right. We'll start with that just to begin with. Exactly. So, I mean, I got more issues than Batman's got comics, so it's like... <laughs> well done, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, all right, one last question before you skip. Coffee or tea? Um, tea. Going to tea? What kind do you take? Um, Earl Grey. Hot? Hot. Of course. Yep. All right, thank you so much. Thank you, sir. All right, so now I'm hanging out with toying around a fun little toy store. Well, maybe not so little toy store. We're in Johnstown? Yep, yep, yep. And I am joined by? Vinny, owner. How you doing, Vinny? Good, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. I was just mentioning to the last person I was talking to, uh, just got done with the cosplay competition, and there were some pretty impressive ones that have been coming through this con. So how's the con been treating you so far? Good. I think we had a good turnout. Um, I'd have to say my favorite cosplay was uh, the Green Ranger so far. Did you see him? Yes, I did. That was pretty awesome. Ended up uh, for winning some of the competitions was Junkrat and this amazing Nebula. Did you see Nebula walking around? No. no. Um, 
I remember last year they had Alien. Did you see the Alien? Yes, I saw Alien. That would come back again. That was twisted. Yes, terrifying. I only was taking still shots of that. So the a flat image just did not do it justice. I should have gotten video. Oh, I just should have got that guy's number. He does does he do weddings? I don't know, but I think we should go find out. Officiate weddings. <laughs> All right. So one of the main reasons I'm coming over to you is you have an event coming up. Well, why don't we talk about that real quick? Yeah, it's the day before Mother's Day. It's uh, May 11th. It's on a Saturday. It's from 10 to 4 p.m. Pretty much closing down two blocks and doing like a Comic-Con and a fair. It's free admission. There's going to be face paint, balloon house, dunk tank, uh, Bruce the Bar Beefcake will be signing autographs. Um, there's going to be a magic show. There's going to be vendors. There's going to be uh, uh, the kit car from um, Knight Rider. Nice. Uh, the Jurassic Park entrance, so you can see like the main gates of Jurassic Park. Oh, nice! In. That's yeah. gonna be fun. The Bat Boat. Um, I'm sure we'll add a few you, more surprises. You got a so whole bunch stuff. of vehicles yeah. coming through. Yeah, big costume <laughs> contest. The adults can win 200, kids can win 100. dollars Oh, nice! We got a band on the main stage. We got a DJ in the middle of, in the road. It's it's. it's, it's you are shutting it down. Oh yeah, I mean we're putting banners up and down the street. You know, it's 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 pretty pretty big. And I was talking to you yesterday. You do a good un, good amount of work involvement with the local community, right? Yeah, I do a lot of work with the local community. Like um, in regards to like the event, we're doing all proceeds for the bounce house and the dunk tank. At a certain point, once we cover what it costs for it, all the proceeds will go to the homeless for the food pantry. And then we, I do a lot of work too with um, Ronald McDonald House Charities, which will be set up there collecting donations as well. I've worked with Make-A-Wish, you know, doing, like, my cosplay for the turtle suit. I don't know if you see me do, wearing that. No, not yet. Not yet. I will be wearing for about an hour or so during the event, running around All right. some photos real quick. But, yeah, I do that for the, you know, and get involved in charity, you know. So I try to do as much as I can. All right, and I also will be there. I'll be setting up a booth, and hopefully I'll be able to talk to other vendors, guests, cosplayers, random people that uh, have something interesting to say will we'll see how it all goes down oh my gosh there's gonna be so many people you can chat with we got like have you met the montreal x-men that are gonna be there yes i have those guys are awesome yeah, they'll be there we got lots of sketch artists i brought some sketch artists from out of the area that are really good you know artists that can you know do stuff right on the fly we got beat art you know with that 8-bit beat art stuff right right i like the pixel art type yeah, stuff all sorts of stuff we had a lot of good stuff in all right, cool. All right, so one last question. Coffee or tea? Neither. What? Gatorade. Gatorade. <laughs> All right, whatever works for me, man. electrolytes, man. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, <laughs> let's just keep it moving. So this time I am now uh, hanging out with the Bags Brothers, yes? Yes. So who am I joined with? It's uh, Sean Bags. I do the colors. And Jake Bags. I do the pencil and ink. Awesome. So how long have you guys been doing artwork? Uh, since forever, but doing it at this type of level where we're kind of coming to conventions and, and selling it. We've been doing it for about three, uh, three years or so now, yeah. Somewhere around there? Yeah, somewhere around there, on and off, you know. Okay, so I got an art book open in front of me. You care to describe what we're looking at? So what we have here, this is our uh, comic that we're working on. It's called Dances in Exile. Uh, best way to be described is kind of like a science fiction-y, uh, Game of Thrones-y type of vibe, you know, families and all that type of stuff, houses. Uh, maybe like a bit of a, a saga vibe in there as well. Uh, but yeah, we're in the very beginning stages of it. Um, in our book today here at the convention, we've been showcasing the uh, first two to six pages of it. And we should have something online, uh, like a webcomic, in the next couple of months or so. So is this your first uh, comic book? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're working with a gentleman uh, out of uh, New Jersey. His name is Delfino, and he's the writer of it. Uh, he's also the inker on the project. Um, so yeah, my brother does the pencils, he does the inks comes back to me for the colors and then it gets sent back to him for the lettering and everything so for someone who's like just recently got into comic books this is another one of those times where like oh there's a lot of stuff that happens in the background absolutely yeah there's a bunch of stuff there's 
Uh, Delfino also does uh, some of the concepts, uh, so him and Jake are working on that together. Storyboarding comes from uh, him via email, and I basically interpret what he does on his storyboarding and then try to chew it up and, you know, spit it out in my own way, basically, without uh, taking away too much from what the original designs were. Well, I would suppose you have what the writer wants to have happen. So, yeah, we got that. But uh, someone else is more talented art-wise, so to speak, and just like, all right, here's what I want to have happen. You know how to make things come alive. Do it. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah. Pretty much, yes. Yeah, I would say so. Okay, cool. So what else do we have for sale at your booth? Uh, we have a variety. We're pretty big into uh, uh, D&D. Uh, we have a variety of characters. You know, you got your Beholder, Barbarians, uh, Elves, things like that. Dwarf is our most uh, recent print that we've done. Uh, that is a fierce-looking dwarf right there with a nice glowing... I think it's lightning, but a nice Arctic backdrop for it as well. It's like uh, almost like Thor's hammer thing going on there. Absolutely. I see a few video game things. So we have a few for Binding of Isaac. Yeah, we're uh, pretty big Binding of Isaac fans here. Uh, yeah, we have a couple of those. We, we've obsessed thoroughly over that game uh, for a few years now. I also see a little Metroid over here in the corner. Yeah, that's uh, Jake's uh, take on the original Metroid cover art. Oh. Original NES, um, yeah, from the, what is it, 80? 1986. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's just basically a comic book cover rendition of the uh, 2D side uh, pixel art. Pixel art that oh, now I see it. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. All right, so where can people follow you guys around on the interwebs? So we are on uh, most social media. It's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We are uh, Bags Brothers Art. Uh, and we also have our site, www.bagsbrothersart.com. And, um, and we will be uh, live streaming on Twitch fairly soon, um, so stay tuned for that. We will be doing live drawings, potentially some video game playing on there as well, but mostly it will be drawing tutorials and everything that we're working on currently for cons coming up and just basic busy work that we have currently. Sneak peeks on the comic and everything like that. You get to see the comic being made and things like oh, that. Oh, very cool behind the scenes experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, final question for both of you. Coffee or tea? Uh, more coffee. And how do you take it? Uh, black. Just straight up? S straight up and in large quantities. Beautiful, and yourself? Large black coffee, nothing. <laughs> we are of kindred spirits. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, thanks so much. That's why, I mean, we're in the last day of the con, the winding down hours, right? Correct. All right. All right. So now for the video game crosstalk portion of this. An hour and a half left. Hour and a half, yeah. Okay. So I am over, are we nerd aggregate or are we false minds? The, the table here. I, we are nerd aggregate as a streaming group, but we are here as false mind studios for the con. So, so that would be I, this guy. Yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm not going to do any time, but then I'm going to take it over. We are Nerd Aggregate. We are two parts of Nerd Aggregate, but uh, here, this is False Mind Studios, yes. Okay, so, okay, we'll talk about Fruit. We'll talk about False Mind Studios first. So, False Mind Studios is what exactly? False Mind Studios is just a, it's me, basically. I've just been drawing for a long, long time, and now it is multimedia, basically. I'm on Twitch, I'm on Twitch. <laughs> join our discord server yep join our discord where i'm at cons it's just you know you gotta have a fancy studio name and that's just what we picked i dig you know business gotta business gotta do the whole gimmick and all that other fun stuff branding branding there are all sorts of online courses for free that they then have to pay for later on on branding yeah because that's business so that's how they so what kind of art do we have today it is mostly fantasy art. I've got a little bit of sci-fi stuff, but 90% of it, yeah, I guess I shouldn't rotate around like that. 90% of it is just fantasy. Some of it's OC stuff, dragons, monsters, but it's a little bit of fan art too. Okay, and uh, we also have this awesome, I'll call it a magnet board over here. Yeah, so the magnets are mostly for display, but we do sell those. It's a great representation of pins because it's made the same way, but it's also kid-friendly in that they can pull it off and they can't poke themselves with it. Yeah, that definitely helps. Important. 
very important. And w what I think is fantastic is you have your little magnet maker, I guess we'll call it a little stomper for these right on site. Yes, a button vise from American Button Makers. High quality, die cast, delightful. So last time when I purchased one of the magnets from you guys, I was like, hey, I'll take this one and I'm about to put the one from the display like in my pocket. And you're like, nah, man. And it's just like, thunk, 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 here you go. Yeah, well, when everything is out and we're ready to rock, it's 30 second process, give or take. A little longer if you're getting multiples or if we don't have all the stuff ready. But when it's like rush time, we'll try to let people just take them off the board. But Can you do pins with that thing as well? Yep, that's what it originally was for. It, any of the one and a half inch stuff from American Button Maker, we can do on that. So it'll also do like lanyard backs so that you can actually have a thing right here. Oh, nice. All sorts of other kinds of little weird tchotchke stuff. All right. So what is Nerd Aggregate? Nerd Aggregate is our streaming group. It is myself, Kraken, Altarian, and Charade are the four members currently. And we, uh, long story short, we're just like a variety show. You know, we're going to try to just keep expanding it. It's a delight. Yes, so um, it is the group of us, and we started out originally we were going to do a podcast much like yours, but just be like nerd news, and that kind of evolved into doing Twitch kind of streaming and stuff like that instead. We saw one of our buddies, Altarian, was already streaming. He's a speedrunner, or was a speedrunner. Um, All right. And so we decided, hey, Extra Life is coming up, big 24-hour long streaming charity event. We could do that. That's easy. So we did. We raised two hundred and fifty dollars our first, or no, sorry, four hundred dollars our first year. Oh, nice. Um, and then we've done that every year since, and through that we evolved into just doing more and more streaming. Um, now we have a show live on our channel every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then between the rest of us, uh, there's a show from a nerd aggregate member every day. There's every night somebody is generally streaming from the group. Very cool. All right, so we'll wrap this up real quick. One last, well, first we should discuss, where can people find you on the interwebs? So easiest place for me would be www.twitch.tv backslash falsemind. Also on our Discord, which is linked there, or falsemindstudios at gmail.com. And then for anything Nerdagger related, just go to nerdagger.com, and that'll redirect you directly to our Twitch page, which has links for everything. All right, and final question. Coffee or tea? Both. Both? Had both today. Fabulous. And yourself? Tea. Tea only. Tea only. What type are we going for? Black. English black. English black. Okay. All right. Thank you guys very much for joining me. These conversations are about as formal and classy as I am. So... <laughs> Sure, I do what you need. <laughs> well, we are just here to talk about what the vendors have here at the Empire State Comic Con. We're in the, like the last just over an hour of the show, and it's winding down. And now I am with STL Ocarina. Yes, that's me. And why don't you? So what is STL? How about that? STL is St. Louis. Okay, fabulous. <laughs> just just wanted to be sure. No okay. worries, no worries. Uh, and. I design and sell ocarinas, basically. Uh, most famous from Legend of Zelda. They're really fun and play all sorts of fun songs on them. And we have quite the collection and variations. I see no less than, definitely no less than 20 on the table without really like pointing and counting. And they are all of beautiful, unique designs. Uh, looking at, in particular, what is this one model? So the, uh, the name of it's the Nebula. Okay. And the idea with these ones was to make like a kind of architectural design to show off an actual gemstone. Oh, nice. So we got turquoise, moonstone, and amethyst on those ones. Ah, uh, how about this guy? Both turquoise. Yeah. Both okay. No, I, I know rock. <laughs> my wife is going to be so. My wife is a geologist, and she's just going to be shamed. Well, she doesn't listen to this podcast much anyway, so I'll, I should be safe. <laughs> We have some other elementals. I see fire over here. Yes, we actually have a full elemental set. There are seven pieces in total. So I'm missing earth and ice right now. Okay. But they uh, form a complete Italian choir, so all different keys. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. all right, so what keys do we have represented here? We have a soprano C, an alto G, alto F, tenor C. The ones I'm missing are a baritone G and a baritone F, and then a bass C here, here. Oh, nice. And we have some other themed ones. We have the... It looks like dragon scale, but I see, what is that, labyrinth or em ember? It's the ember here. So 
this one's part of our legend series, all based on mythical creatures. So this is a dragon, obviously. Yes, all right. <laughs> and we do have the Green Ranger dagger. Mm -hmm. which the dragon sword. <laughs> uh, all sorts of fun stuff. And also, what I think is probably the coolest part of it is we have songbooks. Yes, lots of songbooks. We're always coming out with new ones of that. Our newest one is actually Kingdom Hearts. Awesome, for, for obvious yeah, reasons. That was necessary. In fact, the only reason it took so long is I was waiting for Don't Think Twice to come out. So I needed that song in there. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, all the all of them just look great. And how old is the ocarina as an actual instrument? It is an ancient instrument. Almost every culture has their own. The oldest ones are about 12,000 years old from the Aztecs. Wow, Okay. And so obviously I, I need to request a song. No song is coming to mind. While I was walking over here, there was a most recent Doctor Who standing, and we did the Doctor Who theme, so that was fabulous. Uh, artist choice, whatever. I mean, usually Zelda's a pretty safe bet. You want me to do a Saria song? Let's do that. Okay, ready? Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> so where can people find all of this awesomeness online? Well, online, our website is stlocarina.com, and everything you see here is available online. We also do a lot of other cons as well, if you happen to be around anywhere, really. Okay, I was going to say, well, we're over here in Albany right now, and if you're out of St. Louis. Well, we do cons all over the country. So Fabulous. I'm going to be in Chicago next weekend, for example. All right, cool. Final question. Yes. Coffee or tea? Tea. What kind? Uh, I like chai a lot, but I go all over the place. All right, thank you so much. <laughs>
I overheard them saying, because I can talk good, <laughs> something about how Final Fantasy VII had the super retro, low poly graphics. I'm like, this isn't here, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen nothing yet, yeah. Um, and I had a panel on Friday night, and I was able to joke about how I started my gaming on a Commodore 64. Yep. And I was rattling off the, the old school load text command of like, load A colon, open quote, menu, comma eight, comma one. And I had a couple people in the back. I saw them nodding their head. I'm like, yeah, there's my old school gamers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about, you know, low res and only a few frames of animation? <laughs> you had, you have frames of animation yeah, in these exactly. days. <laughs> All right, so, so what are your uh, favorite retro games? Oh God, uh, that's like asking or just, me just a few of them. Food. I love everything. Um, I've played everything, you know, from the Commodore 64 era up till today. Still playing games today. Um, I, more modern, I it, but it's becoming retro because it's 2001. <laughs> all right, uh, is uh, Halo. That's like one of my biggest franchises that I go back and play all the time. Yeah. But uh, I I was raised a Sega person first, so uh, I, actually, I can't talk to you anymore. I'm I actually, sorry. I actually <laughs> went, I actually went back and played through all the Nintendo stuff much after uh, I had played through Sega. So I have like a lot of nostalgia for Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm gonna, and give, stuff a like that. I'm gonna give a much less wordy answer. I like the Super Nintendo, Super Metroid, <laughs> Castlevania 4. Beautiful. All right, guys, thank you so much. And one final question, coffee or tea? Coffee. How do you take it? I take it any way I can get it. <laughs> well done. And you, sir? Uh, coffee as well. I usually do it with just cream, no sugar, but I do enjoy sweet coffee from time to time. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, oh, wait, wait, wait. Where can we find more information? I can't believe I almost forgot this. Where can we find more information on this con? We post most of our info out on Facebook, so just search for Empire Game Expo, or you can go to egxalbany.com, and tickets are only $10. All right. Thank you so much. And I think this is going to be my final interview for this con because it's getting late. I'm getting tired. Yeah, the best for laughs. Obviously. <laughs> but like in all seriousness, you guys have been doing some amazing work in the capital region and supporting the geek culture and the cosplay culture. And I am speaking with some representatives, we'll say, uh, from the costumer. So please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Michaela, uh, known as the Walking Mick Cosplay on Instagram and everything. I'm Gabby. I have nothing special about my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fine. But so the costumer uh, making appearances here at the Comic Cons, and recently, I think back in October, was it was starting up the. As I'm looking back at the table, cosplay connections. Can we talk about that a little bit? So the Cosplay Connections nights are nights that we actually open up a space we have upstairs uh, for three hours on Friday evenings. Uh, anyone who wants to cosplay or has a local business can come in and just work together, learn from each other, promote each other. It's a really fun time. Um, it's a great learning experience. We're starting to do instructionals as well. Nice. Um, so if you have a particular thing you want to learn about, you can come and tell us and we will host a night specifically for that. And make sure everybody's happy. Okay, so I have two cosplays that I'm like casually kind of sort of working on in between chasing my little man around the house, yeah. which, you know, it, it, he's a toddler. He does what toddlers do. <laughs> but I am working, I did a casual handsome Jack cosplay. Borderland. I'm, I'm into the post-apocalyptic looking thing. Okay, yeah, because you're still dressed as Junkrat right now. Yes, yep. <laughs> which, by the way, award-winning. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, master's class. Master's class. Yeah. So we just had the cosplay competition a couple of hours ago downstairs, and Junkrat wins the master's level. Thanks. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm doing handsome jack and what i'm having the most issue with is stuff that actually takes skill to create <laughs> so i've i've gotten jeans and i pulled like a yellow stripe on the side i was able to doctor up a gray jacket to have the hyperion logo on the back but what i need help with is creating like the thigh holster for the pistol Okay. Yeah. So that kind of stuff. And also, uh, I've commissioned the trench coat to be made uh -huh. uh, for Sunny from Into the Badlands. Ooh. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Your eyes are so I, big right I, now. I love all these, like, <laughs> like just apocalyptic, you know, f sword fighting and all that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, all school stuff. <laughs> so I was able to get the trench coat for, like, the Sunny, the... 
I can't remember the name of the house that he belongs to, but yeah. the Regent tr trench coat. Yeah, it's been a while. I haven't okay. watched it in a while. Okay, the new season is on right now. Finally. <laughs> I need to catch up. <laughs> but what I'll need help with is like the bandolier and like the hol holsters, basically, is what, what it is. We need to learn about holsters. Okay, yeah, um, that would probably be under the props making courses. Um, we would probably categorize that under uh, EVA foam teaching you how to use that or warbler. Um, really, it's universal. So. Okay, so EVA foam and warbler. Mm -hmm. Go. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's, it's late. We're getting silly. Okay. Uh, EVA foam. It's just foam lightweight. Um, we carry cosplay grade foam, so it's smooth on both sides. Ah. It heats up, flexible. It's very nice to work with, especially if you're creating a large item that you don't want to be super heavy. Like your tire? Yeah. That is only four pounds. And that is a huge tire that you carry on your back. It's uh, two and a half feet, I think. Okay. Uh, in diameter um, and the uh, warbler is a solid plastic uh, thermoplastic material so if you want to create something a little more durable um, I would recommend it for armor or close uh, items that won't be bumped into or if they are bumped into they will not break okay nice and how often do we do these cosplay connections uh, currently it's once a month um, but hopefully we will start bumping it up to twice a month depending on how uh, many people we get and then we'll go from there. Okay, and we have quite the spread on for the table. Care to describe some of the stuff that we have here? Um, so today we're showing off our Warbler, of course, a couple of our new products like the steampunk uh, hats and accessories and masks. We also have awesome selection of corsets, uh, rock star wigs, which are heat sensitive cosplay wigs. They go up to 360 degrees so you can style them. Nice. Um, some basic props if you want to modify, if you're not really into uh, just doing everything from scratch. And some cosplay repair kits uh, in, case, Yay! in case you run into a little trouble at the con. So we're ready. So I'm also looking at the masks right now, these steampunk-ish masks. We got some uh, spike studs coming out. And I'm going back to Borderlands, I'm thinking Krieg right now. Oh my because I, from an old like Halloween costume, I do have like the muscle shirt, the one that's got like the, the puffy muscles on yeah. it, and I think I just some slacks and that, and I'm like halfway there, right? Yeah. Junkrat, like when I saw Junkrat, I thought Creed at first because shirtless dude who's crazy. I'm like that's, <laughs> that's him, that's him. I absolutely love it. All right, <laughs> awesome. And also, I just gotta you know finish it up with one of the sentences that I never thought I would say. You were behind your table for, for your booth when I came up to you and we're discussing like where should we stand and I said how about you guys come out in front because I don't want to reach over some swords never thought I would be saying that sentence but when you come to cons and you get into cosplay that's a perfectly legitimate and normal sentence to say absolutely I've I've heard crazier I'm sure you have so where can we follow either yourself or the costume around so the costumer is on Facebook and Instagram at the costumer. Pretty simple. Uh, we have two locations. Schenectady uh, has one of them off of Union Street and one on Central Avenue in Albany. Um, and if you want to find me, I'm the Walking Mick cosplay on pretty much every social media. Okay. Final question: Coffee or tea? Tea. What kind? Green. Okay. And yourself? Coffee. A and how do you take it? Black with a shot of vanilla. Fabulous. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that's all we have for this episode, Roll the Standard End of Show Plugs. You can find the show notes, which contain contact links for all the topics discussed for this and all previous episodes at videogamecrosstalk.com, as well as all the social media contacts and the occasional blog posts. Or you can follow me around on Twitter, Instagram, PS4, and Twitch at HyperSyntax, H-Y-P-3-R-S-I-N-T-4-X. Please don't forget to like, review, subscribe, and share this podcast all over your social media accounts, and we can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and pretty much every other podcast listening service. Thank you so much for hanging out with me, and I can be found at the next con, which will be Saratoga Comic Con at the end of April. See you there. <laughs>